Well, ladies and gentlemen, we find out that, um, unfortunately, Hot Girl Summer is eroding. No, this is literally no joke. Hot Girl Summer is literally eroding. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is Christian coming at you from the Bob Chronicles um, in regards to this breaking news um, that has just been posted um, when it comes to Hot Girl Summer eroding and imploding ever since on that day, um, Friday, June 24th, 2022, um, the Supreme Court uh, with a vote of five, well, five, four vote with the justices. Um, just ruled um, the 1973 um, constitutional ruling of Roe v. Wade um, unconstitutional. And ever since that ruling, which was handed down um, on that morning, on that day, um, there's been a lot of craziness from jubilee to sadness to raids, literally causing America to literally be on fire. You know what I'm saying? And for what many of y'all don't know, um, when it comes to um, the whole Roe v. Wade thing, um, basically what Roe v. Wade is about is basically protecting um, a woman's constitutional right to have abortions um, whenever um, she gets unexpectedly pregnant, right? You know, after sex, right? Six. And the moaning and the teeth oh. clapping and, you know, oh. all of a sudden... Stuff oh. probably went a little bit left, oh. or something just happened oh. with them, you know. And according to words, and you know, they 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 were an unplanned pregnancy, Uh-oh. and uh, with things like going on the back, they were looking to see if they could try to get like a bailout. Um, with this bill, they have um those rights federally protected. Um, when it comes to Roe v. Wade, now they no longer have that protection federally. Um, once it was struck down as being unconstitutional. Uh oh. Um. So. It's basically a bit heated on all angles. Just let me be very clear. You know, I'm I'm not like a big fan or a big supporter of abortion whatsoever. I don't even get involved in that that, that type of stuff. I'm very um I'm very neutral when it comes to that. I'm very indifferent. Um those types of things and let me also let me also be very clear as well. I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat either. I have my own way, um, of independent way of thinking. Um Basically, whatever suits um, Christian, the autistic nerd, um, given his circumstances, uh, given his um, conditions. So, my thing is, I want to try and discuss how it impacts the ladies and gentlemen up in that space, right? But before I dig deeper in this episode here, in regards to that, let's go and revise some history of like what caused this whole thing to go down. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's dig into the backstory of Roe v. Wade here. All right. So, when in the backstory there, um, in 1969, uh, we uh, meet a, at the time, young woman um, by the name of Norva McCorvey, right, um, who has currently passed on um, since 2017. Um, at the age of 21, uh, Miss Norma here. Um, was pregnant a third time. She endured a third um, time getting pregnant after, you know, having, you know, dealing with six. six. You know what I'm saying? Six. And we turned back down to um, Dallas. 
So, according to Norma's claim, a uh, friend's advisor that she should assert falsely that she had been raped by a group of black men and that she could thereby obtain a legal abortion under Texas law, which prohibited most abortion sources, never order whether Texas law had such a rape exception. Um, these are Wikipedia's quotes. And we start to know that, you know, um, her and her friends, we know they're basically closeted racists, you know, trying to bring out the boogie black man, like the, the boogie black man coming by for ruining their life whenever any mistake that they make, you know, they try to clear out accountability, but I digress for a different day. So, I'm trying to do the whole false rape claim, and they didn't have any police, um, lack of, they didn't have any police evidence to actually back that up. Scheme was not successful, and you know, even even Norma herself later on said it was a fabrication. So she did try to do an illegal abortion at the time, but the clinic has been closed down. At that time, um, her doctor, uh, Mr. Richard, Doctor Richard Lane, um, suggested that she consult uh, Mr. Henry McCluskey, who was an adoption lawyer in Dallas. Um, Norma then stated that she was only interested in just abortion. And eventually, um, she was afforded to attorneys, uh, Linda Coffey and Sarah Weddington, um, you know, with, um, basically there was another attorney that they, uh, basically came by, um, I forgot, I forgot her name, um, Gloria Allred, who was, um, basically the paralegal within that company as well. And they're basically looking for a pregnant woman who was seeking abortions at the time. And they, here comes Roe v. Wade, the case, which Henry Wade um, was a district attorney at that time. He was a district attorney of Dallas County who served from 1951 to 1987. And it took three years of trial to eventually reach the United States Supreme Court. And Norma never even attended a single trial. Right. So within the course of the lawsuit, um, well, McCovey, um, Norma gave birth and eventually placed that baby up for adoption. And she did tell the press that the Jane Roe, um, Roe is basically Norma McCorvey, um, for many of y'all that didn't know. And the moment that the decision was reached that, um, Roe v. Wade was constitutional and they saying that abortion was basically legal. And for more information regards to Roe v. Wade, all you gotta do is just look at Wikipedia. I'm trying to do like a quick glance of this. So when they made the decision, um Supreme Court made the decision on nineteen seventy three, January twenty second to be exact, um the court issued a seven two to seven to two decision in favor of Norma here, holding that women in the US had a fundamental right to choose whether to have abortions without excessive government restriction and striking down Texas abortion ban as unconstitutional. Which was issued together <laughs> A companion case, though, v. Bolton, involving a similar challenge to Georgia's abortion laws, right? So they have the seven justices formed, um, the majority at the time, right? They'll have all these standings, and within years later, um, around 10 years later, uh, Norma told the press that she had been raped only to actually confirm to the public four years later in 1987 um, that... The rape claim that she made early on was definitely untrue. Uh-oh. Now, we fast forwarded up to the 90s and the 2000s, right? You know, especially what's going on with the United States Supreme Court. Okay. So, we have, like, the basically the turnover of justices, you know, with um, 
George W. Bush, H.W. Bush coming by, like a bunch of recent Republican uh, presidents at the time, who went that discerning um, Supreme Court justices, and, you know, about the liberal presidents that came by as well that had their own justice coming by when they retired. But we want to focus mainly on the previous president, uh, President Code 44, um, Code 45, um, excuse me, Code 45 over here, um, President Trump. You know, he appointed um, three conservative judges um, during his time. And it was around the time that two of them retired and uh, one of them had tragically passed away, uh, which gave um, basically uh, basically the Supreme Court justice basically like a 6-3 advantage in the conservative side, which they're basically doing everything they can to um, see if they could try to challenge Roe v. Wade and try to undo Roe v. Wade at the time, as well as trying to go back to the old school evangelical way of sorts um which they eventually um led deal where they dealt with a leak um around um last may or so saying that they're actually gonna strike down roe v wade and on that day um june 24th 2022 um we just found out roe v wade was officially unconstitutional As we said in the last segment, um, we know that um, this has been planned um, by the um, cons- mainly conservative um, Supreme Court um, basically years ago. Um, from years ago, they've been planned to make Roe v. Wade unconstitutional. And um, we know um, we know they have um, six conservative uh, justices and three liberal justices that are on uh, the Supreme Court um, right now at this time. Um, and the real reason why they had to strike this down, um, due to the fact that, uh, based on statistics that you see, according to the CDC, um, that the majority of abortions that have been performed um, up in the country, up in the United States of America, are mainly white women. You know, and they're going to give all these lists saying, oh, black and Latinas make up the majority of abortions uh, can compare to white women, I think, because you can find two races of one, right? And they'll use other terms like people of color make the most of the majority of abortions, but they lump people of color, you know, and um, you know the white media's mind as black, Latino, Asian, Arab, even though whites of color as well. They try to use this a little bit of a trick, bad manipulation statistics to try to fool the public. Yet in actuality, when it comes to each individual race, and even though Hispanic is not a race, and you try and like discern and dispute everything together, um, the white women make the majority of the abortions, um, according to the CDC, over the past um, 50 years, ever since uh, Roe v. Wade, Wade um, was let out of law when it comes to uh, preserving abortion rights. And now, ever since that's been struck down, again, as I said it earlier in the beginning, all hell went loose. America has been on fire. White women have been really losing their minds all over the place, you know, feeling like they've been violated all over again. And in some cases, I can understand why in a few cases in regards to this, but I'll, I'll discuss that a little bit later. But 
reason why, you know, those justices did what they did, right? Man, and know that the birth rates are declining. Um, basically, like the whole um, white population um, has been declining, not just in the United States, but also globally. And they're literally panicking and literally losing their mind um, due to the fact that white women make up the majority of the abortion that actually have been aborting their kids. Uh, they're basically fewer fears at their white women for not falling in line just to preserve their right race. That's the main reason why I had to get rid of Roe v. Wade and make it very literally unconstitutional um, due to the fact that America is getting browner and browner and browner and they are making literally a failed attempt to do everything they can to stop the browning of America, which is basically what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? And, and no more to it. They want to try and um, coerce a white woman by any means necessary to have them babies. Um, unfortunately, if it's, it's through rape or incest, and basically like saying, bitch better have my babies or else. You know, that, that's how desperate they are when it comes to this whole thing. And I can probably go on and on um, when it comes to stuff like this. But um, here's the thing, right? You know, it, it's, it's all about power when in greed, when like a whole power system when it comes to this whole thing. And because you have like a lot of conservative states that are literally like literally anti-abortion and everything, they've been having plans within the pipe to do everything they possibly can to make abortion illegal. Um, you know what I'm saying? So that's why they are going literally gung-ho on stuff like this, you know. So, what states is the impact the moment that um, Roe v. Wade is currently um, unconstitutional? And I am going through um, basically talk that um, you could definitely look up on political.com with titles Abortion Laws by State Where Abortions Are Illegal After Roe v. Wade is Overturned. And they have everything already set up. Um, it's written by Megan Messerly. Shout out to her. Um, basically, the article actually took place um, June 24, 2022. This is on that Friday, June 24, 2022 at 11.58 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. So, I'm not going to try and read through the whole article. You know, you guys should look at it for yourself. So, moment that they have everything basically set up here. <laughs> moment that they made Roe v. Wade um, unconstitutional, uh, we have Texas illegally banning uh, abortions. Um, right now, Texas, they got the six-week ban for now. They're trying to make it as soon as possible. Um, Louisiana, right, abortions are completely illegal unless it's necessary to save the life of a pregnant person. Um, unfortunately, which means even if a woman is raped to incest, that woman got to have that baby. Sad, right? Oklahoma, um, in this case, illegal, and once uh, more likely the Oklahoma Attorney General actually certified um, the banning of abortion, um, except in cases of rape, um, sexual assault, incest, and, you know, basically saving the life of the pregnant woman, right? So those are immediately illegal. Um, North, South Dakota is clearly illegal, um, including rape or incest, except to save the life of the pregnant person. Um, Kentucky, um, they've immediately been illegal. The trigger laws have been in place um, due to that, which includes rape and incest, except if necessary to save the life of the pregnant woman. Already got the trigger ban already set up, right? Now, 
We got Arkansas, you know, it's been illegal immediately, um, and their attorney general has certified it, right? Um, basically, if you know they rape or incested, you know, you gotta have that baby, you know, unless it saved a person's woman's life. Mississippi, um, same way, 10 days after the attorney general certifies, uh, which basically means um, abortions are gonna be banned starting um, July 3rd of 2022, right? Immediate trigger ban. Right, you know what I'm saying? So it's basically um, the exceptions would be cases of rape, incest, or to save the pregnant woman's life. Tennessee um, basically will be illegal in about a month, um, starting the end of July of 2022. Um, basically, having the trigger law basically set up, um, even if the woman is raped or dealing with incest, right? So gotta have that baby, right? Alabama, um, more than likely, is definitely illegal all the way throughout, seven saving the pregnant woman's life. Uh, West Virginia, you know, definitely illegal as well, um, except the save the pregnant woman's life. Go down to Idaho, illegal starting in late July, um, even though they got court action that's basically going to contest that at the matter. Um, the Utah is illegal as soon as legislative cancel certifies. Um, basically, they're going to work on that. Wyoming illegal five days after review by the governor, attorney general, and secretary of state is complete. So that is pending. North Dakota is going to be illegal as soon as their attorney general um, basically certifies. And I could go down the list. Wisconsin is proportionally legal. Uh, make sure everything is um, basically all set when it comes to that, even though um, their attorney general in Wisconsin said they will not enforce it. But local prosecutors, we don't know what their mindset is going to be at. Missouri's illegal as soon as the governor, attorney general, or legislature certifies. Um, basically states, if we go down there, and if we scroll down the area here. Basically says in Missouri. Missouri um, basically says that... Um, once the world view rate is overturned, except timing may not be fully clear. Um, basically, even if they are raped or the woman is raped or incest, incested, see, unfortunately, gotta have that baby, right? So, and more may be coming down the pipe when it comes to this, right? Arizona, more than likely, gonna have the um, challenge itself to try to um, ban abortion as well. <laughs> And then, um, basically, Supreme Court through Superior Court. Georgia's looking to see if they can have that active, but they got a lot of circuit dealing with appeals at the moment. South Carolina, um, they may get some prepped up to try to ban abortion in the months to come, as well as North Carolina, um, Ohio, Michigan, and eventually Florida, right? You know, Florida, uh, mainly which houses Miami, um, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm Beach, Tampa, Orlando. And Jacksonville, as well as the Florida Panhandle, um, starting July 1st, which would be um, 2022, which is not going to be far off, right? Governor DeSantis is going to do everything he can to enforce the abortion law to make sure that abortions are legal 15 weeks after the pressed pregnant woman's last menstrual period, right? So if they then notice there's like an actual heartbeat within 15, 16 weeks in, Abortions are basically banned at that point, right? So basically what we are seeing all over the country, ladies and gentlemen, is that hot girl summer is eroding.
it is literally loading. So, you know, all the days where, you know, a lot of women be thinking about SIGS. 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 coming out actually oh. trying to bust some nuts in. You know, literally hitting the raw and everything. You know, it's... And let me let me be real clear. I'm not saying I support abortion or anything like that. That type of thing is not really in my place. Um, what I do feel that it's needed if they um, if the state really choose to ban abortion at the very least, make the exception for setting the life of pregnant person, which pregnant women, which they did. But all of them need to try and like make that special exception for when a woman is raped or incested, right? Because if you make a woman go through that pregnancy. Right, while dealing with that type of trauma, not only is that woman going to be experiencing that life to lifelong trauma once she has that baby, but that child going to experience alongside with it once that child, he or she finds out that she was made through rape or incest, that could really wreck that child for life. You know what I'm saying? So that's like the, the only exception that they, they should at least basically put on. But other than that, that's really not out of my fight. But what I will say, this definitely affects everyone. It affects all women involved. It affects all the city girls that are literally thawing it up. means It affects like the average woman that's trying to live a life. It also affects uh, basically a woman who's in a long distance, who's in like a very strong relationship that's like very serious for a long time. And they may be cohabitating with the boyfriend and, you know, they're getting in raw. And they can have like accidental pregnancy either... They have accidental pregnancy while doing the raw, or they have actual pregnancy when they actually have um, that little rubber vest on, and you know they got like some blotches going or the condom rips, right? the vest rips. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with steep holes, right? They could deal with pre-cum. You know the woman can actually sneak in like the specimens inside the vest, if you know what I mean, and put her literally up inside her because there could be some sperm laying up inside that semen. And unfortunately, all it takes is just one sperm and one egg to loop together. And sadly, it's game over. You know what I'm saying? So, what hopefully a lot of women and men um, can basically learn from this, right? Is basically prevention is way better than a cure, right? And if you guys are basically dealing with like serious relationships and the whole nine yards and everything, Make sure you actually do things very cautious about what type of sexual moves, sex you will move. Sex. You know, road hair would probably be the best way to do it, right? Or whether it's like hair or eating somebody out, right? Master Dan definitely be like a good one as well, depending on what they, um, what y'all decide to do. Um, if you choose to handle that route, because right now, the stuff that a lot of Women will try to be pulling when they get hot and heavy and they let things happen and all of a sudden stuff like this happens, right? Even though, like, the whole group says accountability, you know, they want to try and get the heat in the moment just so that they won't have to be perceived as sluts by the general peers. Now the decision is going to be a little bit tight unless they have some a shit ton of money and they're in, like, the top 10% of earning potential or 5% of earning potential. Where they may have to afford a flight um, to either New York City, uh, where New York State um, is still uh, make sure enforcement is literally codifying the law, as well as New Jersey and Pennsylvania, mainly the Northeastern United States, 
um, California, the whole West Coast, Alaska, Hawaii, right? Um, Illinois, you know, they, their abortions are literally still legal. They got some islands that still support that, um, right? They got islands that still support those things as well. And unfortunately, you're dealing with um, Indiana, you know, Iowa. I mean, they may be doing some things where they may make um, abortion illegal as well. I'm trying to sidetrack myself on that. But if a woman has money, if she earns probably you know, a shit ton of money within like the top 10% or if she goes as a rare heir, and if she deals with an accidental pregnancy um, unnoticeably, and she wants to actually try to get that abortion, she can hit up New York. She can hit up New York City. She can hit up Buffalo, Albany, Philadelphia, anywhere up in the state of New Jersey, Boston, right? Anywhere in New England, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Las Vegas, Seattle, Portland, right? San Diego, <laughs> New Mexico, right? And they can have those abortions performed there, right? So those are the things that they, they can definitely look into in the case that abortions are illegal in the state they live in. And there may be some circumstances depending on what state the woman lives in, right? That if she gets caught having an abortion before in like a different state and like a doctor does that, you know, they may try that doctor or charge a doctor from out of state. We don't really fully know for sure what I advise people to throw look up those abortion laws if you live up in the South or in the Midwest. Depending on where you are, with state backseat mass abortion, to please go consult your lawyer, go consult your litigation lawyer, or someone that actually understands um, state law. <laughs> Understand what possible options that, that you can definitely take um, in regards to that, right? So again, you know what I mean. Perfect prevention is always, always better than a cure. You gotta be wise on how you move. You know, whenever you get hot and heavy. What type of move you definitely make? Cause you know you come through up in Houston, Dallas, um, soon to be Atlanta, St. Louis, soon to be Atlanta, possibly soon to be in Miami, West Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale, Tampa, Orlando. You know what I'm saying? New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Go through the morning season. We're gonna have you a little hot girl summer. You know what I'm saying? It's literally And if you don't have the means to actually get yourself in like one of those legal abortions out of state or in like a very far sea where abortion is literally allowed, you're fucked. You know what I'm saying? You are completely fucked. And I'm going to leave it at that, y'all. Six. Now to the city boys. City boys, my baby. To rats up, they not count right now. Oh. Um, 
Basically, you should definitely be on high, high, high alert. Um, kind of coming forth once the whole ruling by the Supreme Court um went down. You should be on high alert. And you may want to um, reconfigure your strategies a bit when trying to um, pick up chicks and try to bag them up and, you know, be um, this macho, have this macho play your lifestyle. Out the mail. Um, one way you could try to do that, you could definitely consider vasectomies phys- if you choose to do it, um, depending on how young you are. If you still want to have kids whenever you're ready, um, go speak to your doctor and do some research to see. Um, you could get like a vasectomy for a while and see the likelihood of actually reversing that vasectomy um, so that you can have kids in your later years. Or you could try to freeze your sperm or your semen around in your 20s, 30 years old so you, you can be preserved. And then you can have like, you know, basically you can basically try to marry the love of your dreams or anything like that. And then you can perform um, an IVF um, procedure on her with fresh sperm so that she can be able to um, impregnate successfully um, depending on like how old she is and if she's able to carry safely with no problems and you'll be able to have a kid uh, without any complications no harm no foul right um that would be option there just make sure you're trying to do your digging when it comes um to your doctor on those situations to see which option is best for you um I know, because from what they said in the research vasectomies, they could try and block um, the vast severance of that sperm that enters into the semen. Um, so, again, just check with your doctor just to try to make sure and verify. But, again, right, I, I, I remember Kevin Samuels, literally, like, um, God rest his soul, Kevin Samuels, he's been saying... A lot when it comes to these streets when a lot of modern women now. Um, winter is here. Uh, winter has been here. And it's going to get colder and colder and colder. Right? But also with the dudes that come by want to live the city boy lifestyle. Right? Even even when Roe v. Wade was still intact. Right? You get a girl pregnant unexpectedly, you lose. And now, due to the fact that Roe v. Wade is now unconstitutional... You get a girl pregnant um, unexpectedly around this time now, you still lose. And the reason why you still lose, um, depending on where you are, if you're located located in the South or in the Midwest or soon to be um, Georgia and Florida, you know, your city boy reign could be in jeopardy as well if you choose not to deal with the vasectomy, right? It could be in jeopardy due to the fact that um, depending on how much money you make, if you're um, self-proclaimed high-value man or self-proclaimed high-value alpha male, you know what I'm alpha saying? If you, if you have all these and you at least make minimum around $300,000 a year and up single, right? Still living up, barely no kids, and you do it as like unexpected burden. You know, if you, if, you, if, if you wanted a man to have an abortion with that partner, but yes, she's a bit hesitant to doing it, or she wants to actually try and do everything can to get that abortion. You know, she's gonna literally be reliant on you to actually pay for all those fees, to pay for her flights, you know, to pay for those doctor's visits, to pay for those abortion procedures in order to have that procedure, the abortion procedure done. Whether it's it's in like a state like New York or California, mainly up in the Northeast or in the West Coast, um, i.e., New York City, Philly, Boston, D.C. Los Angeles, San Francisco, Las Vegas, San Diego, Seattle, Portland, 
any of those cities where she be able to try and get an abortion procedure performed, that's going to be coming off of your dime. And any expense that come about that, that's also going to be coming off your dime. So you will be spending a shit ton of cash that you could easily invest it for like future endeavors trying to build, um, basically build your legacy in like the long term. While looking to try and work hard on your craft and actually trying to improve and affect your life, that could literally be in jeopardy now. Or say, you know, the woman chooses to keep the baby um, with or without your consent and with or without your demand. You're screwed. Uh-oh. Right? Not only are you going to be wrecked, you're going to be traumatizedly wrecked from this. And you have to quickly prepare how to be a dad from scratch off rip. No, the woman that you've been dealing with one night stands with that you've been piping out, you know, like breaking her back, blowing her back out, right? So you're gonna be feeling that crazy trauma as well while giving birth to basically like an offspring or a child that you know they may you may never intend they them never intend to be together for a while. And guess what happens? That child may feel the trauma. You know, what I'm saying not only are the two of y'all partners. Y'all sexual partners that are going to be feeling all day, all that trauma and traumatic stress and depression you're dealing with. Imagine how that child's going to feel years from now, you know, once he or she is born. You know what I'm saying? So it, it impacts people on literally all levels. It doesn't just affect the woman here, right? It affects their partner. It can affect their potential children. It basically affects everyone when it comes to Roe v. Wade, right? So I want to try and literally... um latest out there uh, for folks um, to actually get the gist of how this ruling can evenly impact in other countries and you know say you know the city boys want to go out the country and actually try and get their girls too same thing you're impregnating a girl unexpectedly over there you lose also due to the fact that in a lot of these other countries they ban abortion right so if a girl gets pregnant and the same rules apply she wants to actually like get an abortion up in like New York or LA you got to pay for them expenses, dog. Real talk. More than likely, you have to pay for those expenses. All I'm saying, to avoid those situations, you know what I mean? Or if you're in like a very serious relationship or even in a serious marriage, same can apply with unexpected pregnancies also. Right? So, you need to thoroughly discuss with your partner um, thoroughly and rawly about the strategies that you guys need to do once all that stuff's unconstitutional when it comes to sex. sex. Right? So um, when it comes to um, that, also remember, and again, I'm going to say this uh, before and I'm going to say this again, prevention is way, way, way better than a cure. You know what I'm saying? Even plan prevention is like way, way, way better than a cure. You know what I'm saying? So that you don't even get yourself hit or anything. Because even if, you know, you know, your partner deals with that abortion and she goes to NYC LA to deal with that abortion, y'all still going to be traumatized for life. You know? And I'm going to definitely leave it at that. So I want to ask um, to the public, what do you guys think about this whole crazy Roe v. Wade decision? Do you think it's a basically win for, you know, Society involved, or you think you feel it's like a very, very heated issue? Or you feel like it's a losing situation for everyone involved in all of this? Because me personally, I see the world for what it is. You know, you just gotta prepare a little bit better. You know, you gotta try and strategize a little bit better. Um, this really ain't my fight when it comes to abortion. 
But at the very least, I want to try and make sure I have people aware um, when it comes to these types of um, ordeals so that they'll be able to prepare themselves, um, you know, and think twice at least before they try and go in willingly all the way raw clapping cheeks. If you know what I mean, and maybe this we probably probably focus on more lollipop sucking. If you know what I mean. So, with that being said, you know once again, hot girl summer is eroding, and there may be other other pockets in the country that hot girl summer may still be alive. But other than that, hot girl summer is eroding, and America is in on fire. fire! Chris and Paul from the Bob Conkle signing out. Deuces, deuces, deuces. Six. Simple as well, baby. Yeah.